What's going on, Wolfpack Nation? Layton Smith here with Tuffy Talk here for an, another exciting episode. But for this one, we're going to be talking about wrestling, talking about this exciting 2021-2022 season coming up here. Uh, again, there's so much hype this this season that I mean, I feel like we got to talk about it. And what better guy to talk about with than the former 2018 national champion, Michael Machiavello. Mike, hope you're doing well today, my man. I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, Bray, talk some interstate wrestling. Yeah, and it looks like from what I can see on this camera, it looks like I need a haircut too. So I'm ready, <laughs> ready to get one of those too. Ah, uh, you know, hey, you know, the the everybody's look gonna look at the chain anyway, so no, so no worries about it. For those who are watching this, for those who are listening, uh, he's got a, a gold chain on. I guess you know it's not as quite shiny as mine, so you know it's uh, so everybody will look at that. No worries. I'm getting there. I'm so. getting there. I'm trying to get there. I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah. So so again, basically, what we want to do today is really just kind of you know talk about some of the guys. You know, uh, obviously, there's projected lineups. We still got a little bit. Um, you know, obviously with Citadel Open coming up on. November 9th. Um, so, but, you know, we'll just kind of talk about the guys, talk about, you know, kind of some of the expectations, uh, you know, for this upcoming season, talk about the schedule. So, but first we'll kind of start off by just, just kind of going down the weight classes and then we'll talk about the schedule as well. So first kind of start off, Mike, you know, we'll start off with the, with the, with the, with the small guys at 125. And uh, I think obviously highlighted by uh, Jacob Camacho. Uh, I mean, I think that he is a guy that over the last couple of seasons has had, has really come off strong. He's a guy that I think that especially last season, you know, you I think a lot of state fans maybe unfortunately remember him most for for you know the the loss uh, uh, against uh, Virginia Tech against Sam Latona, who was number eight at the time. But you know, it was it was I mean, it was really neck and neck. It was really such back and forth. I, I truly do see this season, you know, that that especially during the off season that I'm sure he was thinking about that and being like, you know, I, I was that close to getting it done. I was that close. So I mean I, I expect honestly like kind of a, a revenge season almost of a sort that I mean I'm sure he's US Open uh, championship too. That's right, that's right too. So I mean uh, again I think that he's had a strong off season so far. I think he's definitely got the 125, you know, b- by the hand for sure. And I think he's he's looking to do some major things this year and and uh, you know kind of tell Sam you know you got me last season but not this year not this year. Yeah, um, exactly. But, but one guy that I wanted to bring up though, which uh. I think that a lot of state fans, you know, maybe has heard about, but I mean, when he committed to us, it was, it was, it was talked about throughout the country. And that was a Steve O'Poolin, uh, who was yeah. a, uh, internet sensation from what his younger days where he was like, you know, seven Have years old and, yeah, and, yeah. and had a Mohawk and was just, I mean, oh, I mean, for those who haven't, uh, who haven't seen that, just, just go on YouTube, search, uh, Steve O'Poolin, uh, and, I mean, this guy, I mean, from a young age was just, just a beast. And, uh, so, I mean, he, I mean, I think he was actually came in as, as a number eight overall prospect, uh, at, at the 120 weight class. So I think there's a lot of excitement with him. So, so Mike, I'm sure you've seen that video. I mean, it seems like this guy was, was born and bred to be a wrestler. And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, I mean, uh, Fudo, Fudo definitely brings a lot to the table, man. Um, he's young though, very, very young. And I think, um, you know, regardless of who you are, right, there's always a transition period, right? You, you look mm-hmm. at guys like Hayden and Trent, you know, who redshirted. Camacho, mm-hmm. his first year, was also Super 32 champ. 
he was a high school national national champion, right? Camacho was a very highly talented recruit as well. And so I think this is also a transition period. And so I think um, for Steve-O to be in a room and have a guy like Camacho to train with and, and some of these other guys like, you know, Tariq Wilson and, and some of these like veterans who have been in the game who are going on, like Tariq, for example, you're six, right? A lot of experience, Two-time All-American, third place, two-time NCAA semifinalist, right? Like, you know, it's a lot of experience. It's kind of you, you hope that that transition happens a little quicker, and and you know, you got guys mm-hmm. that have made the transition pretty quickly, like Trenton Hayden, for example, right? Like two yeah. NCAA finalists who've done really, really well. You got a guy named mm-hmm. Kamacha who's got a win over an NCAA finalist, right? So there's a lot of people around him that are kind of really, really he can pick their brain from. We got a great coaching staff, right? That's going to really do a good job developing. Um, mm-hmm. so that's definitely something Packers should be excited about. Yeah, I, I think uh, especially myself and a lot of state fans are uh, excited to see you know him in, in NC State uh, singlet and seeing him you know wrestle on the mat for sure. So and, and seeing what he does over these over his over his time at NC State for sure. Um, but then jumping over here to 133, uh, obviously highlighted by Jared Trombley. Uh, you know, he, he, he's a guy that again was super impressive, uh, you know, going into this season, he's pre preseason ranked number 14 in the country. And, uh, again, just, just a guy that, that I feel is kind of in the same boat with Camacho where he's, he's had moments of real strength and, uh, you know, highlighted by, you know, a couple of big pins, you know, against, uh, like Virginia tech. And then, so again, I just see for this season that again, it's a, it's a, weight class, especially with Trombley that, I mean, has a couple of guys behind him that are strong as well. Uh, and James Joplin and, uh, Alex, uh, your, 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 Guiza, your Guiza, your Guiza, got it right. Okay. Your Guiza, um, you know, who, who, who are both pretty high. Miami, Miami, Miami man. Guiza's yes. Miami guy. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, and Mr. so, so again, you can start calling him Guiza, Mr. 305. If you don't want to say his last name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, I, I mean, again, hey, it, it's obvious that that the diversity is there from that we have guys from all over the country, no doubt. So, uh, we guys from Miami, Michigan, New York, it's it's unreal. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, so Mike, I mean, so you know, what what are your kind of thoughts going into the season for Jarrett? You know, in terms of what you kind of see for him, uh, in terms of the next steps in his career at NC State. Yeah. So, um. I think he's on the cusp, man. I, I think we got a couple of guys in that weight class that are really, really good wrestlers. Um, mm-hmm. Jared, obviously, is the name that probably most Pac fans are familiar with because he's the one who's been in the lineup mostly. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, that pin against Virginia Tech in a moment like that where we need to secure not just a win, but also bonus points for him to come up big, right? Mm-hmm. I think that that shows what type of potential he has, right? And so, you know, uh, I think he's on the cusp, man, and I really think that this year can be the year for him to really kind of break through. So I'm excited yeah. about that as well. Um, but I'm also excited yeah. for all the other guys at 133 too. I mean, there's just a lot of depth in those like smaller weight classes for us, and so um, mm-hmm. it's awesome to see. Um, and Chalmers is just a tough kid, just off the mat as well, man. Um, a lot of respect for him and his character and kind of his resilience, man. He's 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 a real tough kid, and I'm excited to see. Um, how this year plays out for him, you know. Before we continue, I want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Dressup Insurance Group, that has your whole world covered with agents in five offices throughout eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need. Offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. 
They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jester protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. Yeah. Well, and again, I mean, I think that's one thing that NC State that you love to see, uh, but that we have also had for quite some time. I mean, look at, you know, back last year at 197, where you had Nick Arena and, and Isaac Trumbull, you know, both competing, you know, for the 197 yeah. spot. And I mean, both of them could easily go to most uh, Division One schools and be a starter at 197 for most of them. So for us to have Absolutely. both of them was huge for us, um, you know, to keep keep fresh. Um, so, uh yeah, and, and again, I mean, and one thing too, uh, I forgot to mention with Camacho is he was actually preseason ranked number tenth as well, and and actually too for all these guys, I'll go ahead and say as well, one of the most exciting things is that preseason wise, that we were ranked in the top twenty. Each of each of our weight classes has a guy ranked in the top twenty uh, going into the preseason, which That's is really exciting. Yes, yes, yes. So. Yeah. Uh, so I'll go ahead and spoil that, spoil that surprise. <laughs> um, and then 141 is, is, is kind of the interesting, is kind of the first one where you don't have that set guide necessarily from last year, but you got a couple of really great options. Yeah. Uh, I think highlighted by Ryan Jack, who's the younger brother of uh, all American Kevin Jack, and then uh, uh, Kyle Ryan as well. I think those are the two guys that seem to be pushing, but I know that uh, Eric uh, Pepsi as well, uh, you know, is retro so, uh, sophomore um, that that's uh, that's turned some heads as well. So I think you got a lot of competition there at 141, which I'm sure Pat and and, and Coach Hall uh, uh, have loved to to see. So I mean, you know, uh, um, you know, especially absolutely. for for, for Ryan Jack. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. And obviously, you know, what type of pedigree Ryan comes from? Where he's got an older brother who's a three-time All-American. I mean, Kevin. Kevin's a beast, man. He's on staff as well. So he's had his older brother to kind of help guide mm-hmm. his steps a little bit, you know, to help finish out his high school career. So obviously that's big. So Ryan's a tough kid. He's got a lot of strengths, a lot of uh, different abilities that are going to make him a really, really great wrestler. And then same with Kai. Mm-hmm. Kai's really, really uh, uh, a solid wrestler as well. And for those who don't know, also a really good artist. I don't know if you guys saw his freak expression tunnel spray painting. He went off, man. He did a great job. So Hmm. Um, but one name, um, the last name you mentioned, who's the last name you mentioned? I, I Pap, Pap, Papsy. Papsy, right? Papsy. Papsy, dude, Papsy's from PA, right? And PA is yep. just known. It's, it's a hotbed, right? So, and, and, and love Paps, right? Um, there's one name you didn't mention, though, Hunter Lewis. Um, Hunter yep. Lewis, I think, is also very, very, very good. Um, and regardless of who the starter is and who the starter ends up being at 141, you're going to see those other guys um, do really, really well at open tournaments. And if something happens or um, don't be surprised if the staff kind of tests, regardless of how the wrestle-off goes, kind of tests the waters with each of these guys and gives them all a little bit of an opportunity to kind of prove themselves in dual meets and in competitions and doesn't come, you know, doesn't decide, okay, this wrestle off is who our true starter is going to be. We also want to see how these other guys do. Cause I mean, they're all really, really good. Right. And so mm-hmm. um, definitely keep a lookout for Hunter Lewis as well. Right. You know, mm-hmm. just because I know that's one name that you failed to mention. I think Hunter's got a lot of ability as well. A really, really good Greco background. And he is a reason Pac fans probably aren't very familiar with, especially because he was hurt most of the time since he's been here. This is really, I feel like, the first year he's kind of been healthy, been able to train and compete in the room. So I'm excited for Hunter. I'm excited for Ryan. I'm excited mm-hmm. for Kai. Um, I'm, I'm really excited for Pepsi as well. So that's going to be it's gonna be fun to watch to see how that plays out because 
I like I like all those guys a lot, and they're all they're all really really good wrestlers. Right, right it right on the verge of kind of. We'll see. I, I have no idea how that would turn out. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, and the only reason why I didn't mention Hunter is actually on the in-state roster they actually have him listed under the 149 weight class um, oh, with really? Tariq. Yeah. So, uh, but but again, I mean, you know, it's. I think that that's pretty much been the the consensus that i feel like with this roster specifically this year there's been a, there's going to be a lot of movement between weight classes like you know nick arena who who normally wrestles 197 you kind of see him more like he, he's actually listed under 174 slash 184 uh weight class yeah. so uh um so it, it, that seems to be kind of the trend which is a good thing i mean again it's it, it's always a good thing to, to have have that ability to shuffle around a little bit um but uh, but yeah, so, so a lot of the character of the athlete too, right? Because you know, if the coach asks you, "Hey, we want you to kind of be an option for us at least two ways," and that may not be the most comfortable weight for somebody, but the athlete still willing to do it, right? That's I think that's a it's a commitment to trusting the staff. It's a commitment to that person's like commitment to the team, right? Because it may not, you know. So I think it says a lot about two specific. You know, you mentioned Arena specifically him. I think that's that's great to see. But at any weight. Right. Any athlete that's doing that, right? I think fans should take that into recognition. Be like, oh, this, this kid's committed to the team, and whatever we need, he's willing to do, which is awesome to see that mm-hmm. from those athletes. Yeah, no, absolutely. Again, I mean, I can't even imagine the discipline it takes, and the, for sure the the commitment it takes to you know stick to a diet, stick and to to keep you to a weight, especially if that's not your natural weight. You know, for sure, like right. somebody like Hayden Highley, who I mean, we'll talk a little bit later, but you know, one of the reasons why he kind of moved from the 157 weight class was because you know he he just he, he didn't want to go through the mental and the physical toll that it takes after four years of of sticking to that lower weight class you know wanted to be more natural in in his 174 weight class so so but we'll get into him a little bit later but um and again because i do kind of agree with you with somebody like especially like hunter lewis that he is probably better fit competing at the 141 just because of the fact that 149 i mean right now you got a guy like Tariq wilson who is uh called you know this year is called a covid senior uh and uh with with a six year but i mean you know this guy i mean he's preseason ranked number two in the country uh 149 i mean last year he went 14 and one and his only blemish was a questionable loss if you want to call it at that at best to uh against iowa and the ncaa semi it's very questionable <laughs> yeah so uh you know yeah, questionable. <laughs> that was, no, I'm yeah. gonna say I don't think it was a pin. It wasn't a pin, but you know it is. No. What it is and no. Hey, yeah. we got round two coming up this year, so I'm excited for. It. That's right, and because one one stat as well, kind of a side note as well for those statements that don't know as well is actually all ten NCAA champions from last year are returning, which is one of the first time that's happened in a long time. Uh, obviously highlighted uh, by uh, the. Uh, but highlight, but the highlight is is the of the return is actually the heavyweight national champion last year, uh, Gable Stevenson, uh, who was who actually won the Olympic gold medal, uh, uh, this this you know couple months ago in the Olympics, uh, and he's returning to Minnesota, which is crazy. I I I, that's that just seems crazy to me. That I mean, it seems like. Yeah. Like what else does he have to prove? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, but I mean, you know, to each his own, I guess. But uh, so again, I mean, that just shows how competitive it's going to be at NCAA wrestling this year. And uh, so, and especially with guys that, you know, that again, we'll get into a little bit later. It's it's going to be it's going to be a great year for sure for all wrestling fans. But, um, 
but then jumping in as well again, uh, you know, to kind of talk a little bit about Tariq. One of the biggest things which I loved is that we saw from him last year was I feel like you finally saw some consistency. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you know, you finally saw, you know, a guy that, that every single match was controlling the match, a guy that, that didn't seem to be off a guy that every single, uh, match brought his best. And, and I mean, it was, it was consistent. I mean, he was consistently a guy that you could count on to get bonus points. So, uh, I think that you, you know, you saw Tariq take that next step. And I think for me this year, that next step is getting that national championship. I think that that's really the next step for him to kind of, absolutely, absolutely. You know, he's done a great job. I think taking uh, a little bit more ownership of his performances last year, but then also I think Kevin Jack kind of really um, took him under his wing a little bit and kind of was giving him a lot of attention. It was kind of one of his, his uh, main individual technique coaches. And I think Kevin Jack has done, done a really, did a really great job last year with Tariq too. So, Shout out to, you know, my, my teammate, you know, Kevin Jack, who was on our team in 2018 when we got a team trophy. I mean, he's doing an awesome job as a coach and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love seeing him do it. I love seeing him in that role, you know, going from teammate as a competitor to now being in a coaching role. He's doing yep. a great job. And so, um, you know, I got to yeah. give some credit to Kevin there too, um, for, um, some of that consistency with Tariq. Um, cause Tariq's had that ability to do that since year one, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's, True freshman, true freshman, no redshirt, NCAA semifinals, losing overtime to Seth Gross, who ends up winning the national championship, you know. So I think Pac fans should know that he's had that ability, right? He's been in the mix every single year. So I, I truly believe this is going to be the year that he gets it done. So um, I'm yeah. excited. And well deserved again. I mean, I mean the Absolutely. you know the, he's he's grinded it out, and I mean you know one one of the moments I'll always remember him for is back in 2019 in the Virginia Tech regular season semifinal where uh, he was the last match, and uh, the Virginia Tech guy got him in a in a uh, you know what is it a cradle or uh, you know but but he got headlock he got him at headlock, and uh, literally yeah. for like forty the last forty five seconds of the first period. Literally just just kept his back off the mat because if if Virginia Tech would have gotten that then that pin then oh, they would have lost. He tacked and him, right? Yeah, he tacked him, but he didn't get the pin, which is which is yeah. what which is the important thing. So, uh, yeah, so that was oh that was huge. So uh, you know, for again to to so so definitely exciting uh, this year for for what Tariq uh, is going to do, and definitely looking forward to seeing him back out there and seeing him finally get that national championship that he rightfully deserves. Um, especially again with that questionable call last year, but again, we won't mention that anymore. So, <laughs> so, so heading into the, the 157 though, this is the one where again, I think the, um, uh, that Pat has said there's going to be a lot of fluidity in, in, in terms of, I mean, they're like right now, you know, you know, Thomas Bullard, you know, is, is kind of talking about more of the 165 weight class, but there's talks that he might go down to the 157, uh, but then yeah. we got another guy right now and Ed Scott that I know that Pat, you know, loves and is very excited about that came in yeah. last year as a true freshman was super impressive. Um, yeah. And, you know, so because uh, I mean, again, Ed, Ed Scott, one thing that I want to mention with Ed Scott is that when you look at his records last year, he went six and six. But four of his losses were to All-Americans. Uh, he lost to uh, – I actually have it right here. He lost to Milner of App State, who was an All-American. He lost twice to Andonian uh, of Virginia Tech, and and uh, who was All-American. Then he lost to the eventual, eventual national champion from Carolina in Austin O'Connor. 
Uh, mm-hmm. So those are four. So four of his six losses were to all Americans, and actually, all three. It's actually the the two against Adonia and then the one against Milner were very close matches. The only one he actually got blown out in was against uh, O'Connor, who won the national championship. So, mm-hmm. again, for, as a true freshman, super impressive for sure. And I think that Pat wants to see him on the mat. Uh, so, you know, that that's kind of my only kind of question. And especially because I think that Thomas Bullard, if he competes against 165, 165 <laughs> is, is very heavy this year. Very top heavy. There's a lot of uh, big, big, big guys, big names that are coming back on 165. So I think he had, might have a little bit of an easier road in the 157. Not necessarily saying that that should play into it, but you know, then day, you know, we we want to put Thomas in the best position to win because you know, then day is his last his his last two raw, and we want him to go and yeah. do even better than his than his brother Daniel did. You know, win the AC title and getting seventh yeah. uh, last year at nationals. So. Uh, it's interesting little, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting to see kind of how that, how that rolls out, you know? Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see, um, how Pat plays that and how the staff together as a whole, Adam Hall, Tim McCall, Kevin, and, and those guys decide to, um, as a group, what, what to do with, with that weight. And, and, uh, cause both those guys have the ability to podium this year. Right. And mm-hmm. I will say, um, regardless of, right what the staff decides to do. Um, ultimately it's up to the wrestlers. It's up to the competitors. It's up to the athletes, right? You know, if they go out there and they earn the spot, they earn the spot regardless of who, you know? And so I think the staff does a good job letting the athletes do that. Um, mm-hmm. and giving them their opportunities to earn the spot. You're in the spot. Awesome. It's yours. You don't, you don't. So um, yeah. that's just the way the cookie crumbles. But, um, both of those guys got a lot of confidence. You know, I've known Bullard, you know, I've had the pleasure of knowing Bullard a little bit longer than I've known Ed because Ed's younger, right? Just came in on the team, you know, within the past right. like two years. So, right. um, but I know Bullard's got a lot of confidence this year, man. Um, a lot of confidence and you know how twins are, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So, Competition. Um, I'm super, super excited for him. And then also Ed Scott is a workhorse, man. That kid wants it bad. He wants to win bad. And so that's awesome too. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think we'll have to find out, you know, what what's what way the board decides to go to. Um, I'm not sure uh, what the final decision is going to be on that either. So yeah, we'll see. But again, hey, we'll see how it plays out. We got a couple opens here to you know see you know how how things play out. But um, you know, and again, one last point as well, which I want to uh, point out to state fans as well, is between the 157 and the 165 weight classes they're pretty much all made up of either freshmen, true freshmen or redshirt freshmen. Uh, and then you got Thomas Bullard. Uh, but I mean, so, so again, it just shows the youth there um, and, and strong youth for sure. There's a lot of guys, you know, on, on here, like uh, Derek Fields, who's, I know his name's getting pulled up a lot. AJ uh, Kovacs, uh, you know, Kovacs. Luke, Luke Auberg. I mean, so again, there's a lot of names that are highly recruited that, I mean, I know, I know, at uh, coach hall and uh, and coach pat are excited about so uh definitely yeah. excited to see what what plays out there but thank you all so much again for tuning in uh, again we'll, we'll make sure to continue this conversation with part two so make sure to continue in and, and join us then and uh and so again thank you all so much again make sure to hit that subscribe buzz really help support us in the channel please make sure to give us a like uh if you enjoyed this video and even if you didn't just like it anyway, just because, you know, we, we'd appreciate it. And uh, give us a, a follow at Tuffy Talk Now on Twitter or Instagram. So thank you all so much again. We'll talk to you all uh, at part two. Thanks again. Go back, y'all.